Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Hi and welcome to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. Today, I'm going to deep dive into the world of paid ads. I get asked questions about paid ads all the time. I actually have been involved with paid Facebook ads pretty much since the dawn of the platform. So in about 2011, we started running paid ads for clients. And obviously, you know, fast forward 12 plus years, I have seen so much change on that platform, uh, but also have a really good, deep understanding of how the platform works and, and who it works best for. And then obviously, as new social channels have emerged, they've also created social ad platforms to go with them. So, you know, now we're spoiled for choice. You've got Facebook ads, Instagram ads, TikTok ads, Pinterest ads, LinkedIn ads, And then, of course, Google ads. And if you're super keen, you've even got Bing search ads. So it can be really hard to know where to start, hard to know when to DIY, when to hand it over to an expert, and probably hardest to know how much to spend and, and, you know, what sort of investment you might need to get the results that you're looking for. So today I'm going to break down to you a little bit about what the differences are between social ads and search ads around where it makes sense to DIY and when you really should hand over. And also just take you through, I guess, some investments that you might need to think about having prepared for to really launch into paid ads. So let's kick off by talking social versus paid search ads. So when I talk about social ads, I'm talking about ads on social media platforms. So again, that's everything from LinkedIn to TikTok, everything I listed before that's not a search engine, which would be your Google and your Bing uh, being the most, I guess, well-known paid search platforms as well. So social versus search, what ads are right for you? Social ads play many roles in the customer journey. One of the, I guess, most strategic roles they play is around discovery. When it comes to the social platforms, and really they all have a fairly similar ads management platform that you work in. And, you know, as the years have gone by and as new channels emerge, you can see that each new channel's ads manager has learned from the social channel ads manager before it. If you go into TikTok's ads manager, it doesn't feel too dissimilar to Facebook's ads manager. And you can kind of feel the evolution, what they've learned, how they're doing it better. So when we think about social ads, one of the best and most beautiful areas it allows is for awareness and discovery. And why social ads are so wonderful for this is because the user themselves doesn't need to be actively seeking 
your solution. So um, we can do sort of plant the seed work. So discovery. And the reason it works so well on social is that we can build our ideal client profile out as an audience. So we can, you know, go micro. We can say, I want 5Ks around my cafe and I want, you know, women that have children and, you know, I'm going to run ads to them that's all about that coffee after school drop-off. And, you know, that could be some really beautiful discovery for our brand or I might want to uh, target Facebook page admins and I have a, you know, graphic design business and I'm going to run some awareness ads around the impacts of my branding work and my design work on small businesses or any businesses, uh, you know, social media presence or, or web presence. So we can get very specific about who we're talking to and we can get in front of them. So I like to think of social ads as the ad of, oh, I didn't know I was looking for this, but now that I've seen it, I can't live without it. And we all know those ads. We all get those ads. You know, we get a lot of ads that aren't for us, but we also get ads where we go, oh, you know, I've I've been thinking about looking into that and I haven't. As obviously the ad platforms have become more sophisticated and, you know, there is also a bit of a spring back of how far this went to, to where we are now. But obviously our ads have also responded to other activity that we're doing. So, you know, uh, activity we're doing in other apps, potentially conversations we're having with people near our phones, this sort of data has pulled into our interests and allowed advertisers to to target us. You know, when you are talking to your friend, I have a, a, a friend and we always laugh about July luggage because if one of us mentions July luggage conversationally, we are absolutely slammed with ads for July luggage and we're always laughing. We're, I mean, number one, we're like, how big is that budget? But number two, you know, the second it, it slips out of our mouths, we're like, oh gosh, here we go. The July luggage ads are coming for us again. But, you know, it's all about alignment. And if if you are legitimately talking to a friend about needing luggage and then you start to get served social media ads about luggage, there is a convenience factor of that. Um, and, and knowing that all that data is non-personally identifiable, you know, they don't know that me, Marianne, Amy's at 42 years old with two children is, is looking for luggage. They just know a person in that demographic is looking for luggage. So social ads are amazing for discovery. They're amazing for nurturing and taking somebody on a journey with us. So, you know, going from that first discovery touch point, if we can get opt-in, if we can get sign-up, if we can get engagement, being able to then take them through a second stage. And, and, you know, this is where you'll hear the classic funnel word come out, Um, you know, having a funnel, having a journey designed so that we take that awareness and we build on it um, through consideration points or we build on it through nurturing. We might be retargeting. And then, you know, we, we build to a conversion point where we then give them ways to convert with us. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it's almost like dating, you're, you're, you know, you're seeing them, they're showing a bit of interest, you're warming them up, you're telling them all that's amazing and you're hoping that, you know, they accept the offer as you go along. So social ads are so visual. 
you know, we can present in video format, we can present in graphics, we can present in our own uh, personal imagery. We have the option of, you know, long form copy or headlines. We can integrate with uh, e-com sites and show catalogs and ready to buy. So it's a very um, action orientated. It's a very engaging way to advertise. And, and of course, it's in our social platforms that we're on. So, you know, finding where your ideal client is active and running ads on that social platform, we're getting them in their, you know, their, their native environment. I, often talk about social media being a magazine that we create and, and curate as individuals. And so, you know, we're, we're an ad in that magazine that they're going to on that day. So, you know, we have a real, I guess, affinity, uh, you know, we're positively there as long as our ads are positive and are um, adding value and, and, you know, creating a positive relationship where, where that ad in, in their day that they then have a choice to engage with or not engage with. Uh, I could say across the board, you know, social ads across every platform I've worked with have only got better and better. Um, of course, costs have increased over time just with the competitiveness and the, the take up across the board. But in terms of the outcomes that we can get, the data that we can read and the, you know, the optimization that happens uh, is quite fascinating. And, and they have really increased in their effectiveness in different ways. And again, that effectiveness is always evolving, you know, 2021 and, and for some what 2022 was all about e-com conversion and, and that was huge. And, and now social ads are playing a slightly different role in that conversion journey. And, you know, the, the discovery point might be more relevant to social, whereas the conversion might be happening somewhere else. So, there's a lot that goes into it. And, and you know, as I said today, I want to take you sort of arm you with enough information to to really have some ideas about what you want to do so you can seek out the right person to help you. When we think about paid and search ads, they are high intent. When we go to Google and we say blocked drain Marrickville or we say, you know, uh, black calf length skirt linen, or we say, you know, kids caramel birthday cake near me, we are ready to convert. Where social media is often about exposing somebody as something to somebody they didn't know they wanted or they were maybe not completely ready to, uh, you know, proceed with, paid Google ads is high intent. Uh, and and I, I keep having to reference Bing as well. I don't we manage one Bing account uh, out of, say, 30 paid search accounts. Um, there is some opportunity with Bing and it's definitely something you can explore. But as we know, the majority of searches today happen on Google. Google is the juggernaut um, that we all go to. I mean, we use the colloquialism, I'll Google it, as opposed to I'll search it on the internet, on my preferred uh, internet uh, browser um, search engine. So Google is all about high intent. So if you have something that can be purchased and something that is something that is high intent search, you know, Google is, is a great place to be. Um, search ads are great for services, 
products, offers that are searchable and then also great for discovery as well. But it's uh, a different type of discovery. You know, the the user is still initiating the discovery. There might be uh, long form searching, you know, what is the best type of business coaching for a florist. And so there's an opportunity there to have ads as a as a business coach in that niche and form part of that discoverability. But again, it's a user activated inquiry. So we know that they are they're 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 ready. They're they're in a different position as we might say on a social ad. Paid search ads obviously have evolved as well. One of my biggest criticisms of them for so long is that they weren't as visual. And for visual businesses, I would always prefer social ads because I would say, well, we can showcase, you know, we can showcase your product or we can showcase that imagery. We can build an emotion, whereas paid ads, we have a headline and some copy. And that can, of course, make it a bit drier. But Google uh, as a platform has come on board with more products, uh, more opportunities to showcase both the, the physical and the, you know, the the technical sides of businesses. Um, so, you know, there's now Performance Max campaigns where we can use visual assets for Google to pair with our copy. There's Google Shopping campaigns where we can directly show our, our buyable products as a result. So, again, there's just been an evolution in what Google offers and, and what paid search ads are offering that can fill in some of the gaps or, you know, make ways against social, not against, I guess, alongside social ads that perhaps didn't exist before. And I think the other thing with paid ads and, and you know, where it's going is we do now have the retargeting. We do have the ability to upload custom audience lists and get closer to the model of our actual data. And coming back to what I said before about optimization, you know, Google is also optimizing your ads to get the best results. And I think that's a great piece to recognize against all paid ad channels that you may use. I think inherently we feel like these channels are trying, you know, they're out to make money. And of course they are. There has to be a business side. There has to be a revenue generating side. I mean, the whole time that we had social media with little to no ads, it's not sustainable. There needs to be investment in platforms for them for them to move on um, and, and evolve and get better. So, of course, Google wants to make money out of your Google ads. And, of course, Facebook wants to make money out of your Facebook ads. But I believe the channel works with you to drive results because the channel wants you to succeed. If you invest heavily in paid advertising and get nothing back, you will stop investing in paid advertising. And this is the lifeblood of those channels. So they are as committed to you succeeding as, as you are. And, and as I say, I know that can feel hard to believe sometimes. And I know we can expect that, you know, it wants to spend all my budget or, it, you know, it's bidding higher uh, because I set a high budget or I set a high cost cap. What we find with Google especially is often Google won't spend the budget if the, if the right parameters aren't in place and Google can't get it out to the right people, it doesn't just find a way to exhaust the budget. It actually underspends. And underspending in campaigns is almost as big a problem as, as overspending because when there's budget that you want to spend and Google can't find enough people to show your ads to, 
there's a there's a bigger symptom there. There's a, a you know more analysis that needs to be done to make sure you can get that out where it needs to go, and and maximize all that opportunity. If you've got that budget to spend, there's opportunity for you to make revenue. If you're not making that budget, if you're not spending that budget, you're also not returning on that budget and that investment. So really keeping in mind that the platforms want you to succeed and their level of optimization, the depth of that process now has evolved tremendously since five years ago, since two years ago, certainly since 10 years ago. Um, and, and, and that is really important to know. So I hope that that sort of social versus paid search really top line, but sort of feel of where those two add baskets, if you want, you know, where they sit and, and how that can work. So the next thing I wanted to cover today in this paid ads dive, deep dive for you is about um, DIYing versus getting an expert and, you know, what's good to DIY and where you really will um, lose both money and traction if you don't seek out expert advice. So I think all paid ad channels across social and search have what we would call, you know, easy to use products to get you started. So Google has Google Ads Express, um, which gives you a limited number of options, but you can fairly easily get your own campaign up and running against, you know, some keywords and and some level of ad uh, creation, ad complexity. Social ads, if I think of the, you know, the meta platform, we've got our trusty boost that post, um, which has been burning people <laughs> for over a decade. Um, but again, it's quick, it's easy, you know, a simplified number of steps, a simplified number of options, you can get something out to a greater audience with a small investment yourself. Where these um, quick and easy sort of options fall down is they don't allow for broader strategy. I know myself on Instagram, I boost my uh, reels, uh, my podcast reels on Instagram in app. So I don't go in ads manager. I have set myself up an audience and saved it, but I do see the limitations even when I'm doing it. I'm not actually able to access the deeper demographics and targeting and retargeting content or strategy that I can if I go into Ads Manager. So when is it okay to use these products? I think with social media, it's okay to boost as long as, number one, the type of content and the objective of boosting match. So let me dig deep on that for you. I have clients say to me, you know, I've boosted all these posts and I've got nothing back from it ever. You know, social ads, no good. And I say, okay, well, let's have a look at what you've been boosting. If you boost a post where you say, talked about a service, or you boost a post that went well, got comments uh, on it that maybe was a personal post or, um, you know, maybe was a showcase of some work you did, but there's no call to action. And if you boost it with the objective of engagement or awareness all you're asking that channel to do is show it to more people. So it's going to show it to more people. If you um, boost something with the objective to website traffic, 
you're saying you want an outcome. You want them to go from that post to your website and do something, read the blog, sign up for the call, you know, buy the product, buy the offer, which is great. But if the post itself is not designed for the outcome of that, you're not going to do well with that either. So let me explain that. If the post is just a personal post, but you boost it and you make the objective traffic to website and it's a landing page for uh, a paid webinar you're running, if the post itself was just about um, a, a retreat you went on and the impact it had, there's a disconnect. So the, the, the whole strategy is not there. You're not going to get results. So boosting posts for me work for things like I've done a blog and I'm talking about it on Instagram. If I boost that, I can add the link. I can promote it for a couple of days. I can make sure it gets in front of a few more people and they can click the link easily and go and read it. Um, if I boost a, you know, a great personal post with an objective of engagement or awareness and I just want to maybe pick up a few new followers, you know, that's a great place to do it. Um, if you're looking to, you know, use a landing page, successfully run like a lead gen or an opt-in, sell actual product, you need to start talking to experts. You need somebody who can set it up in Ads Manager. And, you know, setting it up is just one part. It's the optimization. And as I said, the channels now give us so much more data. They are working to optimize us, but we need to respond to what's happening as well. So, you know, an expert is going to be in that account, making tweaks, making changes, giving you feedback, telling you when it's time to change the, the image or the copy or the objective, telling you different ads that you can be running in that journey to, to get them where you need to get them from awareness to conversion. So it's just really important to know that the the DIY space on social, I believe, is is more around smaller actions, um, being very intentional, even knowing before you're going to boost a post that that is the post that you're going to boost, what you want the objective to be, engineer the post that way, and then actually boost it with that objective and and you know that outcome all clearly aligned. When it comes to Google Ads or search ads, it's a hard one to DIY. I have not seen too many Google Express accounts generate amazing results. They generally are giving you something, but what you're missing out on far outweighs the benefit of DIYing it. Um, there are so many different ways to come at that that user question with your ad and Google Express or Ads Express does not give you nearly enough options. Also, if you're spending, you know, more than $50 a day on Google Ads, I would definitely be talking to an expert to help you because, and it goes for social and, and search ads too, the difference that an expert can make for you is actually reduce your cost per outcome. So I have seen it for over a decade in the, you know, hundreds of accounts we've managed for, for paid ads across search and across social. 
I can look at an ad account and quite confidently know we can have that, you know, cost per lead or we can have that cost per conversion or cost per inquiry or, you know, uh, cost per thousand impressions or whatever metric they're going for because the sophisticated steps that happen at the build that happen continuously through optimization and testing is where we make sure that we end up with something that hums and that takes time. So I think if you're, you know, investing time that you probably don't have as well as, you know, a a decent amount of ad spend, you really need to consider if DIYing on those platforms is going to give you the results you want. And so that's the third point I wanted to talk about today. You know, when do you hand over paid ads? Paid ads, I think um, for somebody for like me and, and, you know, the experts I've worked with or who work with me, if you love numbers, if you can consume data, interpret data and take action from data, you know, you're winning in the ads world. If you, if that is not your, you know, zone of excellence, zone of genius, you will struggle to drive results for yourself because the data of ads is, you know, in the, in the, the pie of things that make successful ad campaigns across the board, you know, the data piece probably leans over 50%. So, you know, if the if you're not reading the data, if you're not taking actions from the data, it probably means you are investing money that that could be better invested. I also think when you run ads that aren't effective, it's not just the ad spend that you're losing, you're losing the traction of what you could be achieving. You know, like like everything, you know, money and time the 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 money that you're saving is probably costing you a lot in time of you know growing that quicker or having more sales faster or you know converting sooner the 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 loss is not just the lost ad spend it's the lost traction and the lost momentum and the other i guess um sign or, you know, reason to think about handing over is if you start investing significant amounts of money, as I touched on before, an expert is going to be able to save you on the the, the cost of the ads. So the hard cost to platform, they'll be able to get more out of your ads budget. Uh, so even if you need to reduce your ads budget slightly to to manage or to take on the management fees of that expert, they will be able to work with you towards an optimization situation that you probably can't get to yourself. Unless, again, you've invested time in learning the platforms, you've got uh, great data analysis ability. Um, and, you know, this is this is something that you want to be an expert in almost. It, it is hard to succeed at DIY ads and not educate yourself to a, you know, to a a decent level, to a moderately expert level. Um, If you're spending, uh, you know, more than $50 a day in DIY ads and you're not sure what you're doing, I would 100% say, you know, call the experts. Um, You know, our agency certainly works with budgets as small as $20 a day 
uh, you know, excluding our management fees. Uh, so, you know, from $20 a day, we can make impact for you. But if you're spending $50 a day on your own and you're not driving the results that you want, to me, that's a significant investment for a small business starting out in ads that could be much better optimized. The other thing or the other sign around handing over is also knowing that it takes time. So if you are testing things yourself or if you're just running ads yourself, they're not succeeding. So you're running a different type of ad. You're not actually giving it enough time to learn. And I, I saw a great quote from somebody the other day around testing, doing something once is not a test. And I thought that's so fantastic across all areas of our business journey. A test is a repeated action. And, and you know, there needs to be a control scenario as well. We need to be testing something against something. We need time with testing. When it comes to working with an expert, you know, you really need to be ready to commit to that for around six months. If you can commit to paid ad expert support for six months, and, and when I say commit to that, I, I mean, know that within your business, you've got the baseline profitability to cover that. So either you're profitable enough to make that commitment or you, um, you know, you can, the, the results that you get will cover it until they scale past that break-even point. Uh, and again, certainly conversations to have with the people that you're looking to come on board with, you know, um, if I gave this six months, what would I expect? At what points, you know, would we know it's working or not working? At what points would we, you know, change tack if I'm not getting any results? Or, you know, by this point, could I expect this? There's a lot of really deep conversations you need to have when starting out with an ads expert. But, you know, I think if you've got the ability to commit to something for six months and you can work with an expert, that's where you're going to be able to test and learn and optimize and build for yourself a model using social or search ads or maybe even both together that can drive for you more consistent and predictable return outcomes. I hope this has been a great overview for you. Um, ads is a, is a topic that's really close to my heart and I've been really passionate about for a long time. And it, it's complex, uh, you know, it, it's certainly complex to teach other people where to begin with ads. So I wanted today to just give you a real overview of what what some of it means and, and when you should build confidence that you're ready to work with an expert and, and I guess take the leap to see what that can mean for your business and, and take the leap with information and take the leap with the knowledge that it also takes time. Uh, so I hope this has been really helpful for you. I'd love to hear your experiences with ads, both what you've achieved yourself and what you've achieved with experts. And if you want to talk about your own ads, you know, do feel free to get in touch. Always happy to have a chat in DMs or you can always email me as well. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.